It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. All right, Angie, let's get into some of these listener questions. If you want to submit a question to Angie for a future show, you can do that at acolerealty.com. Realty.com. First one comes to us from Aiden, and Aiden is in Chapel Hill, and says, We attempted to sell our house by ourselves a while back. Initially, there was a lot of interest, and it seemed promising. However, we consistently faced challenges and negotiations and received unsatisfactory offers. The entire experience became quite overwhelming for us, leading us to halt the sale. How can we go about this in a more stress-free manner in the future? You know, anytime you try to do a for sale by owner, more than likely it will be stressful. Um, I can even say when I personally am selling my own homes, it's stressful, right? And the reason being is because I have an emotional, you know, buy-in to the property. It's not just strictly business and putting on my business hat. When I personally own the home, I'm more emotional about it. So I, you know, it's one or the other. I either don't want to give the home away or I get it, give it away, just try to get it moving, right? Like I'm not thinking straight. So by having an agent represent you, they can guide you through the process, get you level-headed, give you the guidance you need. Um, And it's interesting you say that we got offers, but they were always low. You know, to me, I would, would my, my thoughts on that is you more than likely probably were not priced right. If you're getting more than one offer and all of the offers are in line with each other um, and they're lower than what you would hope, it sounds like you have a great home because at least you got showings, you got offers, but I think we need to chat through why are the offers coming in low. But again, that's where an agent steps in and negotiates on your behalf, you know, can show comparables to fight the value. So there's a lot of, I guess, nuances that go along with selling a home. And if you don't have the right tools or just the education to know how to negotiate back and counter that offer properly, it might not go anywhere. And it sounds like that's the situation you ended up in. Yeah, sure does. So if you want to talk to Angie a little bit more, Aiden, about what it's like to work with an agent and get some more details on just what that true difference will look like when you're working with somebody who can help navigate you through these waters and make that sale process a little bit smoother and set those expectations better for you. I mean, that's just scratching the surface of the benefit of working with an agent. Uh, Definitely reach out. You can call or text Angie, and this goes for anybody listening to the show today. Reach out to Angie by calling or texting her at 919 538-6477. Again, call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. All right, this next question, Angie, comes to us from Lee. Lee's in Carrie and says, My closest friend mentioned that acquiring a home warranty when they purchased their house felt like a waste of funds. Is investing in these warranties genuinely beneficial, or do they predominantly lead to inconvenience and unnecessary expenditure? 
I love how you, formal the question is today. That was very formal. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Um, I, you know, I, I strongly advise it. I don't think that it hurts. And that's something that we can also negotiate into the contract and have the seller pay versus the buyer. That's very common, you know, but in all reality, on average, a warranty, you know, is anywhere from maybe 500 to $600, depending on the lengthy, you know, amount of services that you want it to cover. But, you know, more than likely that will protect you long term. We go through AHS, American Home Shield Warranty, and it just depends on the company that you use as well. Some of them aren't as credible as others. Um, so we have definitely, you know, partnered with a company that we feel very confident in and that we've had great success where after the closing when something went wrong for one of our clients, they were able to reach out to AHS and they had their issue resolved in a timely manner and they saved a lot of money versus taking care of that expense on their own. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that might be kind of hit and miss or it feels a little bit more like me, Angie, and, and I could be totally wrong on this. You're, you're certainly the expert. It's kind of just like catastrophic coverage would be yep. for some other thing. Like we had it and um, tried to use it in our first year in our first home. I think it was with an oven or something like that. And it ended up just being so much hassle. We just gave up and just went and bought a new oven and just really we just moved on. And then the second house that we bought, uh, we almost tapped into it because, and this would have been really beneficial to have it, the day we were moving in, the air conditioning died in the house. It turned out it was just a capacitor had blown because it was August and it was 99 degrees and the previous owner had been moving everything out, doors wide open as you're moving things in and out, air conditioning had been cranking, now we're moving in, the doors are wide open as we're taking things in and out, air conditioning's cranking, boom, dies. Yep. Um, So if that had been a more serious problem, we would have been really glad to have that backup because a lot more expensive than an oven to probably replace, obviously, air conditioning. Yes, yes. Most so. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I, not a big deal to fix that. Uh, but it would we were glad to have the warranty in that situation. So, yeah, I mean, I, I for the most part, I've always seen that it's been a positive thing. So it doesn't yeah. hurt to have it. Yeah. It's just go into it with some expectations of, you know, there, if it's a small item, you may be better just kind of handling it on your own. But I guess the point, right, Angie, is a lot of people are just cash strapped after you've bought a house. So if yeah, something happens, yeah. it puts people in a sticky situation. So it's nice to have that sort of backup plan. Yeah, you mentioned the AC. I, oh gosh, I've seen that all too often. And it's like immediately after they close on the home, they move in and we tested everything beforehand. Everything was working fine. And boop, AC goes out. You know, and, and a lot of them have been a lot larger issues, like need a completely new, like total, mm. you know, overhaul of the system, you know, whether it be the compressor or whatever it might be. Um, but I mean, that gets costly, right? And For sure. most yeah. people aren't prepared or expecting that type of expense. So to have that warranty in place is, I think it's, you know, a no brainer. It's either that or like the water heater goes out, right? It's, yep. It's, yep. it's one of those two all of a sudden gets I that know, problem like I know. two weeks after moving in or something. So true. So, so true. Those things happen. Part of being a homeowner, I yep. suppose. Uh, good question. Thanks for that one, Lee. Let's squeeze one more in here, Angie. This one's from Jackson. Jackson's in Nightdale and says, have you had sellers who needed to fix up their place a lot before listing? Were they unsure about doing all that work? And how did it turn out in the end? 
Yeah, most definitely, you know, but that's where, you know, we as real estate professionals, it's, we step in and it's great to speak with us before you even start any of those improvements. Oftentimes I've seen that in a seller's mind or vision, they have a whole laundry list of to-dos. And then we get in there and we actually tell them, halt, <laughs> like stop what you're doing. You're about to invest a lot of money into the home and not get the return on it. On the other hand, you know, we have guided them through that process and we have a whole like list of amazing vendors and contacts that we can connect you with, help you through that process to make it as just, you know, stress-free as possible, um, get you different quotes and get people in there in a timely manner to, you know, get rocking and rolling with those, you know, upgrades and repairs and improvements so then we can get your home on the market. So we can help you and and time it out. So it, it's not it's not tough to do it, right? It's just having the right resources in place. And we have those people. So much about buying and selling is getting the right resources in place. You're right about that, Angie. Yeah. And so if you need that person to talk to and you need that great team to help you buy or sell your next home, don't hesitate. Reach out to Angie and her great support staff, 919-538-6477. Angie's got a team of agents spread all throughout the triangle and all the way to the coast and in between who can help you accomplish your real estate goals. So ready to buy or sell or even just thinking about it, go ahead and reach out, ask your questions, and develop a relationship with a strong agent in the area. Again, the number one independent team in the triangle. Call or text 919-538-6477. This next one, Angie, comes to us from Dante in Nightdale. Um, And Dante says, hey, we've heard some buddies from out of town talking about moving to those neighborhoods made for just, uh, you know, 55-year-old folks and older. Do we have any of those around here? What's good and not so good about living in one of those places? Yeah, you know, those, those are very common. I would say the most popular name that you'll hear is Del Webb, okay? Um, Del Webb is built by Pulte, Pulte product, um, but has more of the name and the branding of Del Webb. Del Webb is across the country, and we have quite a few neighborhoods here that are built by Del Webb. Now, there are other builders in other communities, too, that are more geared towards the active adult lifestyle. Some do have age restrictions on them. If there's an age restriction, I am typically seeing 55 or older, um, and so you must be of age. There are certain rules and restrictions written in the covenants as far as who can live there and who cannot, um, but some are designated as 55 or older or 50 and older. Some are not actually like designated in the covenants that it's age restricted, but just based on kind of the clientele in your neighbors and as you're walking around and just the feel, you will tend to see that it is more of an active adult lifestyle or neighborhood. Uh, The advantages of those type of neighborhoods, typically most of them are all ranch homes. Some have an upstairs, you know, bonus room, but they're main living, you know, uh, main living for the most part. The, uh, The landscaping, like the amenities, the common areas, and just the grounds are all cared for by the HOA. So it's low maintenance living, which is fabulous. And then the biggest thing I think that most people love about living in one of these type of neighborhoods is all of the additional just, you know, gatherings that take place. So typically there's a clubhouse, there's a pool, and then there is a social calendar that is loaded with things to do, you know, whether it be playing cards, yoga, you know, a book club, whatever it is, those calendars are filled with events. So it's great. That's why they call it active adults is keeping engaged, keeping active, getting to know your neighbors. You can do as much or as little as you 
like. Um, but I've always just heard wonderful feedback from, you know, our clients that have lived in those style of neighborhoods. So yeah, I think that's it's a great. great. Point. You don't yeah, have it is to... still independent living, by the way. Okay. That's yep. very good to make that clear. And yeah, yep. you don't have to be as you know, active all the time just because you're in an active adult neighborhood, right? Like if you don't want to do all that stuff. No, no, exactly. Exactly. You don't have to. So Yeah. But it's also just being surrounded by, you know, kind of, you know, similar age, like minded individuals. Um, you know, and, and feeling like, hey, like, you know, I can get to know these people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know as as you get older, you like consistency and you like to know what to expect. And I think that, you know, living living life without surprises is something that's valued a little bit. Yeah. And you get that in those kinds of neighborhoods because of those right. covenants yep. and restrictions and things like that. People want things a certain way and that helps create that space. So. Uh, Hopefully that gives you some cool details on what those are all about, Dante. All right, so let's squeeze in one last question here, Angie. This one comes to us from Samuel in Wake Forest. Samuel says, so I've always wondered how tight are realtors and lenders? Do they chat a lot during the home buying process and who handles what when it comes to getting everything squared away? Interesting. You mean how tight? What do you think he means by that, Walter? I think he means like how how close are you guys? Like how how tight are you? Oh, you know, oh like... got it, got it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are, you, are you tight with your lender? Come on. I was very confused. Um, very tight with with Come our on. lender. We, yeah, we, we use tight back in uh, I know. Back in the school was, days, Angie. Right? Oh my gosh, I was having a convo with one of our uh, team members, and it was like how you know her daughter was saying bet, and um, I don't even know bruh, and I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> And my, my daughter will do that sometimes too. I'm like, do not call me bruh one more our, time. I'm our your mother. phrases are already. Rather retro you call me Angie, like not used. bruh. Yeah. 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 So uh, how that's tight true. are we with our lenders? Um, very tight. Uh, you know, but but that's important, right? To first of all, you know, we have worked with our preferred lender for gosh years on end, and so Tina Conadaris with NFM Lending is just fabulous. Her whole team is, and it's important to know who you are working with and to trust them, right? Trust them that hey, when they give a pre-approval, that pre-approval is good. You won't get midway through being under contract only to find out you're really not qualified because then you lose a lot of money, right? Um, it's also you know, important to make sure that we are tight with our lenders so we know that they um, insure and they are on top of things and ensure a seamless close. They close on time. Also, just availability is most important to me, I think. When, what I mean by availability, it always seems that it's an evening or a weekend that our clients are rushing because they found the perfect home they need to get things squared away in regards to financing um you know maybe they they haven't even started the pre-approval process or maybe they just need to firm up exactly what the mortgage payments would look like and having a lender who is available those evenings and weekends just like us agents is so important so yes we are very tight but being very tight means you know we can have open conversation and we can push where we need to push um and they can as well like they feel comfortable coming to us and say, hey, like, love your buyer, but your buyer is so slow to get us documents. And if they don't speed things up, we're going to have a delayed closing. So help us out here, you know, so we work together to make sure that, you know, you are taken care of as the client. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128.
Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.